and thank you. Last week we looked at the prayer of Jabez, if you recall, uh, from 2 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, and we're going to put it on the screen. And let's say this together. Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. Let's pray Father, thank you for people of prayer and how they changed the world. Jabez walked this earth a long time ago and we still know about his prayer. Prayers have led us to Christ. Prayers have influenced our eternity. Make us prayers. Help us to remember our families and the world around us and intercede on others' behalf and pray for ourselves. Father, we pray that your will is done. Father, that you would be great in our lives. We ask that today you would speak to our hearts. Teach us more about you. Fill us with even more. In Jesus' name, amen. If you remember, and I talked about this a little bit last week and told you where we were going this week, the name Jabez means pain. That's what the mother named the baby, pain. Evidently, he lived up to his name, but they didn't change it. He was pain. First Chronicles 4, 9b, his mother called him Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. I thought a lot about that this week. What pain is really saying to me? what Jabez is really saying to me. And I think what he's really praying, if I put it in the one, two, three, four, five words, is this prayer. Let me not be me. Don't let me cause pain, is what pain is praying. So don't let me be me. If you're honest with yourself, you know that's a great prayer to pray. Personally, I, if I prayed it, it would be, God, don't let David come out. Because I know how David is. As a Christian, guess who my biggest enemy on this earth has been? Me. No one else is even a second close. My biggest trouble has been with David. And so when Jabez is asking God to keep him from evil that he might not cause pain, <coughs> Jabez is wanting God to intervene and stop him from being him in a pain that he's putting others first and he's thinking of the world around him and that's a good way to be. Putting others' needs before our own is not natural. That's not what David wants or Jabez wants until we get a relationship with God and that's what God wants. And so he wants to move us out of the way and move in. Remember this word from John the Baptist in John chapter 3, verse 30? John said this, He must increase, but I must decrease. You understand that, don't you? That's the mathematical formula on the front of our bulletin today. He, and there's the algebra sign, is greater than little I. Well, it was brought to my attention, and I did not know it. 
If you've been to Hawaii, you see this all over the place. This is a clothing line in Hawaii. And so I had to Google it real quick. And they got it from John chapter 3, verse 30. He is greater than I. It's a Christian company that was really struck by that verse, and they were texting this back and forth to each other on the phone. He is greater than I. And it just started to catch on, and it's printed shirts, and all of a sudden the business grew up from but I love the truth of it. He needs to increase and I need to decrease. And what John is saying is those five words I said earlier, let me not be me. You increase and I'll decrease. John is saying the same thing Jabez said, the same thing I think God don't let John come out. <coughs> When we become who God wants us to be and pay attention and let him increase, wonderful things happen. And when we don't, we cause pain. Here's a prayer that is a good one for you to pray so you don't cause pain. I've given you this before, but I like it. Lord, help me to accomplish things that are totally disproportionate to who I am. Isn't that a great prayer? Do bigger things with my life than I can do on my own. That's what Jabez was praying and what John was praying. If we want to do great things with our lives, we need to let God take control. We hear this verse a lot from Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I think all things through Christ who strengthens me. While I believe that's totally true with my whole heart, I think the problem when we do very little is not God doing his part, it's us just not doing ours. We're not letting him increase. We're increasing and he's decreasing. The opposite of the formula. Today I want to encourage you to let him increase. And to challenge you, I want you to see this video that is absolutely amazing about somebody that you'll see.
situation. You have to set goals and you have to achieve them, and that's the key to success. And I believe that anybody, as long as you don't fear any challenge, can conquer anything. God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. I wondered what would happen if each of us partnered with God to be who he wanted us to be. What would happen if all of us decreased while he increased? What could be accomplished if we dropped our bad attitudes and bad habits and bad thoughts and filled them with things of God? I've given so many excuses I feel in my lifetime. There have been times when I've not given my very best and let him increase. And you look back and think, you know, I could have done so much more. I've always wanted to write a book, and I never have. Kyle Maynard did. He doesn't have hands to write with. I bought a book a year or so ago, a few years ago, by a man named Jean-Dominique Balbi. And the book is entitled The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. They might have made a movie of this one. The book is not the best book I've ever read. It's not in the top 100. But I'm so inspired by how it was written. The author was once the editor-in-chief of L Magazine. He had a massive stroke and was totally paralyzed. All he could do was blink his eyes. 
he wrote this book from a hospital bed, blinking his eyes. Let me read you a little technical part of it. The entire book was written by Bobby blinking his left eyelid, which took 10 months, four hours a day. Using partner-assisted scanning, a transcriber repeatedly recited a French-language frequency ordered alphabet, E-S-A-R-I-N-T-U-L, order of frequency, until Bobby blinked to choose the next letter. So they would go through the alphabet when they got to the letter of the word he wanted to spell, he blinked. The book took about 200,000 blinks to write, and an average word took approximately two minutes. I don't know about the spiritual condition of Jean Dominique Bobby or Kyle Maynard. But I do know this about you and about me as Christians. Philippians 4.13 is true. That is true about you. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You can. And I get inspired, but I forget that. So remember to pray. Lord, help me to accomplish things that are totally disproportionate to who I am. And that's my prayer for all of us here. One more verse to add fuel to your fire. It tells us how Paul looked at God. It tells us Paul's definition of God, if you will. Ephesians 3.20. Paul says, now all glory to God, who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. He can do more than you can even ask or even think. But he has to increase, you have to decrease. That happens in our prayer life, that happens by us loving the way we ought to love, that happens by us living a life that's consistent with Scripture. And you're never too old. You are never too old for this. One of my favorite people that I think of often, I was in Mississippi this week to do a funeral. This gentleman's been in heaven a long time. His name was Thaman Henson. And I think Thaman, I don't know if it was his 75th or his 80th birthday. And his family asked him, what do you want? And he wanted the largest print Bible they could find because his eyes were getting pretty dim. I was impressed. He didn't give up. He kept asking God to increase. It was a beautiful thing to watch. So don't settle. Don't give up. Keep at it. Let God increase and change your world. Let's pray together.